we should we shouldn't we shouldn't waste any time um hello everybody welcome back to another episode of the she's making my friends podcast a podcast um where two random nerds just talk to each other about random shit and um, my name is connor my name is harry hello 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 slow energy intro at the moment but we'll get there we'll get there yeah exactly let us let us get into the groove all right stop pressurizing us pressurizing yeah that's right that's what i said it's, the word is pressuring. Well, pressurizing I said pressure- is something. Yeah, but pressurizing is something different. Well, I said pressurizing, so you're gonna have to live with it. Pressurizing definition. Don't make me get the synonyms up again. Oh yeah, fucking hell. To produce or maintain raised pressure artificially in a gas or its container. Well, guess what? I said or, it. So. Uh, oh no, no. Okay, pressurize. Yeah, attempt to persuade or coerce someone into doing something. Okay, peer pressure. So it does have a second. Did you hear? Oh, isn't it? Didn't people change? Um. They changed. There's there's a second definition for the word literally, um, really? which which yeah, which because you know when people say, oh, I've literally had so much. I've I've literally eaten four million burritos today. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, obviously, what they mean is I have virtually eaten a million. You know. Yeah. Because literal obviously is fact. It's supposed to be fact, isn't it? Literally is supposed to be. That's you know. Yeah. So they, the second definition is basically it also means virtually. <laughs> Jesus Christ! They've basically because... made an, another definition which isn't at, which is like the opposite of the actual <laughs> definition. I love this. this. I just searched it on Google. Literally, the most misused word in the in the language has officially changed its definition. <laughs> Jesus Christ! So uh, now, as well as meaning in a literal manner or sense, exactly. The driver took it literally when asked to go straight over the traffic circle. Various dictionaries have added its more its other more recent usage. So yeah, it basically means both of those things now. <sighs> I literally saw four million turtles yesterday. Jesus, the human race, man. His language evolves, doesn't it? Yeah, I guess. Do you know where the word goodbye comes from? Where? Uh, originally, um, obviously, people's sign-off. You in letters and stuff like that used to be God be with you or God be with you. Okay. Um, and somebody abbreviated it to God, uh, God B Y E, or no God B W E. Right. No God. No B W Y. Right. Um. Because be with ye, and it it sort of evolved into the word goodbye. Oh shit! Fair play. Yeah didn't know that and apparently the reason why like the terms mum and dad are used for parents is because that's typically the first sounds a baby will make right okay because it's like as there are which is why like mum is typically the first word is because ma is easier to make than da yeah so i guess that's why pa is also a word because pa is easier to say than da when you're a, a baby yeah no of course Shit. So, yeah, that's how those apparently that's how those words became to mean what they mean. And like, so language is fascinating. Look at that season three, and we're bringing all the facts. I think I learned both of those things from from from, from Freddie Wong. So nice. <laughs> uh, guitar hero superstar Freddie Wong. Of course, they were talking about something on one of their um after show podcast episodes recently yeah um they were talking about how um when people who are really good at like shooters and stuff like that like people who are really good go and play 
in competitive, sometimes they find out, oh, I'm not actually that good. Yeah. Like, um, Freddie was like, I thought I was really great at Guitar Hero, so I went into, the, into it competitively and found out I was one of the best in the world. <laughs> <laughs> oh, imagine finding that out. That'd be so fucking cool. I mean, that's how he got famous. Yeah. Freddie Freddy Wong got famous for being a guitar hero, profession, professional guitar hero player. I like that a lot. <laughs> it's, oh. <laughs> it's insane. It's just so cool. I think it was Anthony Birch was saying he was watching an old Freddie W sketch. And that's what his old YouTube channel was. Yeah. Um, and like in one of the sketches or something like that, like in the, the or you see an arm or something like that, and apparently that is Anthony Birch's wife's arm, but at the time they hadn't even met. <laughs> right, okay. And he's like, so that means I'd seen a video of my wife in before I'd even married her. <laughs> oh, that's cute though. It's random. But yeah. And he was talking about how Borderlands 2 just turned, I think, 10 years old. Jesus. He wrote it when he was 24. Didn't realise it was that old. Borderlands 2, yeah. He's also worked on the new God of War, so... I'm buzzing for that. Yeah, it looks really good. But I haven't finished so the first good. one, so... Oh, first one's amazing. Yeah, I know. Well, how do you know you've not finished it? Because I've heard things. I actually listen to critics. <laughs> Fair. Because typically they're right. Um, But we're not talking about that. No, today we are carrying on our soundtrack discussion. Yep, this is um the... F- well, this will be this will be in probably the beginning of the fourth part, and there'll probably be a fifth part, but we don't know at the moment. We'll see how it goes. Exactly, exactly. So previously, we spoke about um, tracks such as Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, Transformers. Um... Yes, those are all tracks. <laughs> Sorry, we spoke about tracks from, as Connor rightfully yeah, yeah, pointed right. out, scores. Um... What else? Uh, some Doctor Who tracks we spoke about. Star Wars. Star Wars. Marvel. Some Marvel. Some uh, Spider-Man as well. Specifically, we talked about Hans Zimmer and Giacchino for a bit. Yep, we did. We briefly um, mentioned a couple of other John Williams things. Not many. Yeah, I don't. Re- I don't recall any other. We covered more, um, as Connor said before the podcast, big franchises. Um, and kind big of. We went for the bigger composers. Yeah, we went for the bigger ones initially. Bigger ones that we are big fans of more than anything. But there are some other things, obviously, that we like and listen to a lot. Probably exactly. Harry might only listen to those ones that he's already talked about. He might be terrible. Exactly. I might be. You don't know. I mean, you're gonna find out in a minute. But in a minute. Well, now. Okay. Now. All right. Um. The soundtrack for the Emoji movie is pretty good. No, I'm joking. Um, Jeez, the Emoji. I never watched that. Never will. Why not? Just doesn't I'm sure your brother really... would love it. Yeah, I'm sure he'd, I'm sure he'd love it. I, don't, I didn't mean for that to sound like it's an insult. Or no, it's fine. You know, you've said it now, so... Yeah, no, I said it because I meant it. <laughs> oh, it's got 6% of Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Didn't it oh. start at, like... Really, like lower than that, and it kind of went up a little bit. I think it started at zero percent. There's no critics' consensus for it. Jesus, that's how you like. Know you can it. only read their reviews. You can only, yeah. There's no. 
Also, apparently, the new Dragon Ball movie that just came out is the highest-rated Dragon Ball movie. Is it really? Yeah, like... Yeah. I think people just genuinely think it is the better one. I know, like... Yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of speaking of Dragon Ball, have you got any, like, Dragon Ball tracks or soundtracks? I don't have any specific tracks because there's not a lot of it. There's, I don't have any... Well, none of the Japanese tracks are available on Spotify as far as I'm, I know. Okay. Shinsuke Kikuchi... Because he's the composer, but I think yeah he's on here, but only for like other things he's done. Right. Okay. Um, one other thing he's done is a compilation that I can't tell the name of because it's in Japanese. Um. So I yeah I cannot specify about any tracks or anything like that, but um, he's he's his soundtrack for Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z is very good. I think it suits, especially suits the Japanese. I think it suits Dragon Ball to a T really. That's fair. Um, yeah, I like I like his compositional pieces from Dragon Ball. Like you know, I couldn't name. Like I said, I can't really name any tracks, but I've heard a lot of them used in like Dragon Ball Z abridged and stuff like that. And I have heard them in context of the actual show itself. Like the main theme, the which there's a song version, obviously the in, the opening theme song, the Shala Head Shala for Dragon Ball Z. The tune, the theme of that is used in the series as well a lot and stuff like that. Yeah, um, and that's very good. I think. Modern Dragon Ball soundtrack, Dragon Ball Super soundtrack isn't very good. Um, okay. Or more, there's nothing that really stands out to me apart from in like the later seasons. Yeah. It's more. There's a lot more of like with the new series, Dragon Ball Super. There's more. The intro and outro songs are really good, and but like the soundtracks are okay. There's yeah. one specific track. I don't know what it's called. I think it's called. Ultimate Battle, something like that. There's loads of covers on YouTube on um Spotify, like loads of them. Yeah. Um, Ultimate Battle is like one of the yeah, it's one of the um themes that's played during like the big battles at the end of Dragon Ball Super. That's a really good track, and I think most Dragon Ball fans love this track. Um, so I add, I can add a cover of that into the um thing. Yeah, for sure. And be like, here is a fun theme. Um, but that's again, that's actually a song. That's an insert song, really. There's um lyrics to it. Yeah. Um, but so it's a bit different. Um, Dragon Ball Kai has a really good soundtrack, I think, for the most part. Before it got all stripped away because um, the composer basically ripped it all off. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of tracks in there that he apparently ripped off, um, plagiarism and all that. So, uh, Kenji Yamamoto, that is. So you can't actually buy those tracks. Okay. Anywhere you can only like download them on YouTube and listen to them on YouTube and that. But there are some really good tracks in there. Yeah. Um. So you know, if anyone wants to listen to them, go and look them up. I think I do have them, but they're on like they're not on. Uh, Spotify. I have them all on my iTunes, which I could reel off some names for a second. Yeah, do it, man. Um, Dragon Ball's deep with soundtracks because it's also the games have really good soundtracks. Yeah. Um. Uh, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Oh, none of it's in order. Fucking playlists. Don't know what happened. To, uh, let me look it up. So, what was I saying? Dragon Ball Kai. 
Travel Kai albums. Okay, volume one. Let's see. You got like. There's a track called Premonition of a Grand Adventure, which I've given five stars apparently. The Formidable Warrior, the Sayer. times you know it's just things like that like there's some little i think there's some good tracks in there but it's more maybe you'll only like it if i don't know in the context of the show and stuff like that yeah um it is funny though because kenji uh if you listen there's the soundtracks for the uh dragon ball games dragon ball z budokai 2 and 3 i believe that kenji yamamoto also did the soundtracks for yeah and there's like six or seven big examples of plagiarism <laughs> oh shit like, I've actually made a playlist called Yamamoto, which is just a few tracks. Like, okay, on Budokai 2, he has a track called Move Forward Fearlessly. Yeah. Which is pretty much just the exact same as the um, Stratovarius song, Glory of the World. Right. There's a song here. I can't say the Japanese name of it. Kyusen Siachi, something like that. Siatachi. translation of that song is usually called challenges yeah um from budokai 2 as well that is exactly that is literally the song hunting high and low also by stratovarius There's another track here which I cannot say the name for. Not all of it, but there's a lot of similarities to another Stratovarius song called Infinity. (laughs) 
not. Stratovarius are a power metal band from Finland, I believe. Yeah. Um, there's a track here that's called uh, Aozora wo Daki Shimete. Mm. Daki Shimete, maybe? I don't know. Um, which is exa- almost exactly the song Be Good to Yourself by Journey. And then there's a song called Senritsu no Toki. Which is exactly Iron Man by Black Sabbath. No, that's Back in Black. That's Back in Black, isn't it? Yeah, as soon as I started singing it, I was like, that's Back in Black. Um, it doesn't do the main theme from Iron Man's Black Sabbath, but it does a lot of, like, the... um, It does the... Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it doesn't do the... It doesn't do that bit. Yeah. But it's... Yeah, it's funny. I still... I mean, that soundtrack is, like... it's it's It is very metal, and I loved those games when I was younger, so... Yeah. I have appreciation for those soundtracks still because i like grew up with them but i i can you know i know that they're, they're just plagiarized oh yeah of um, course but there's also stuff that is on spotify from dragon ball yeah is all of the soundtracks from the english dub the funimation original english dub the soundtracks that were done by bruce falconer which aren't very good when you consider they were made using a a casio keyboard <laughs> Fucking hell. Like, the entire soundtrack was made on a Casio keyboard. But there are some, like, for me, I think it's more nostalgia. There are some themes that I really enjoy. Yeah. From back in the day of Dragon Ball, my Spotify's been really annoying and not showing me them. Where is it? Bruce Falcon, I've got a playlist of his stuff. There's some just, again, like, a, a just iconic tracks in there for me. It's like, a track called Dragon Ball Z, which I'm going to add some to this playlist as I'm going. Um, well, yeah, do which it. is just point. Which is, I'd not the title thing. It was. It's not. It's used on like the title. I used it in one of our promotional videos before. When I made a Dragon Ball reference. Remember? Yes. 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 I do remember. It's the down and on down 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 and down goes like that. <laughs> Just was that for series one or series two? Uh, I think it was. I think it might have been series one. Yeah. Um. I'd have to go through these probably, but like Vegeta has some really good themes. Uh, Vegeta Super Saiyan theme. Is it a Super Saiyan theme? Was it? I'd have to listen back to some of these, and but I'll, I can throw some in there at some point. Yeah, do it, mate. Um, but there's a lot of good tracks in the original. I say good. I have nostalgia from those for those tracks. 
Yeah, but I wouldn't say there's anything amazing. Like, the Super Saiyan 3 track is just, like, the moment. It's just like it's really cool. Um, Dragon Ball, though, is there anything else? Dragon Ball, give me a second. I like the soundtrack for the the game Budokai Tenkaichi Two, but that's more because I played it all the time when I was younger. Yeah. So that soundtrack is just ingrained in me. Um, but for the most part, I like a lot of like covers of like the Dragon Ball songs and stuff like that mainly. Okay. So. There's not much in Dragon... Like, yeah, there's not really much. It's usually the songs and stuff that stand out. But there are some good video game musics. <laughs> yeah. No, I you know see, yeah. I, mean? I get you. I get you. Dragon Ball. But yeah, that's all I can really say about Dragon Ball soundtracks. Well, I've actually got a um, one that I was I wanted to mention alongside when we were talking about Marvel and Spider-Man. I forgot to mention that I just briefly want to... I want to go back into that topic, but there's there's one I just want to mention quick. Um, Into the Spider-Verse by Daniel Pemberton. Um, yeah, I realised we didn't talk about that. Yeah, and I was just... Re- there's a couple of tracks I really like, but in, there's one in particular. Um, it's called... Well, it's split... Well, there's three tracks, but the, the second track that I'll mention is my favourite of the three, but it all kind of interlinks in terms of the film. Yeah, um, it's, and it's, let me uh, get the soundtrack up so I can... Into the speed reverse. Oh, um, so it's tracks thirty nine to forty one. So it's saying goodbye, shut it down, and Kingpin fight. And I really, I really like track, the middle track called shut it down. And it's basically when um, Peter B. Parker and Miles, um, Peter's about to go back, and then something happens, and Peter's like, "Don't wait for me, shut it down." And Miles tricks him and holds him by like the the suit. And he's yeah. like, um, you've got to go home. And he's like, how do I know if I'm ready? And he's like, you don't. It's a leap of faith. Yeah, yeah, that moment. That yeah. little moment. And it's such a nice... The track itself is literally like just over a minute. I just, mm-hmm. I just really like it, but I think that I think that whole into the Spider Verse track um, score is fantastic. Like it's I think so, it has, it has some it good has, moments. Yeah, it has some good things, and I've seen a video um, that a YouTuber called Sideways did about it. Yeah, and talks about how like there's a theme that is used a lot in it, and it's only like a three key theme. Yeah, I think it, I don't know if that's a three note theme. Um, but for me, the, I've got two, I've got two tracks in my my favorites list, which is "This Spark in You" and "Spider Man Loves You." Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, they're they're also of my favourites. But like for the most part, I cannot actually remember that soundtrack. I'd have to watch the film and then listen to it again. But my my favourite thing really is like listen. I like I really like the song um What's Up Danger. Yeah, I was gonna say that as well. I mean, you know, whenever you, the best one of the best kind of uh, how to explain it. Like when you think of Into the Spider Verse, a lot of people think of the this sparking you speech leading into mm. What's Up Danger and him on the roof and. I think that whole sequence is just... It still gives me goosebumps talking about that sequence, to be fair. Because it's so memorable and it's so kind of... um, It's like the big hero moment that you've been waiting for Miles to get before the actual, like, fight hero moment, if that makes sense. It's his leap of faith. Yeah, and it's just so good. I love that film so much. No, it's great. It is the best Spider-Man film. Um, in terms yeah. of talking about what it is to be Spider-Man. Yeah, exactly. But I just yeah, I wanted to mention that uh, Shut It Down track in particular because I forgot to mention it when we were speaking about Spider-Man mm. films mm. Um, in the previous episodes. Well, if we're talking about Spider-Man films, what do you think of the Venom, <laughs> Venom soundtrack? Venom! Don't, Venom genuinely, soundtrack is... don't remember it at all. No, we did briefly mention it last time because it's done by Ludwig Göransson. Um uh, I don't know who did the second one, but and then Morbius. I don't know if that even has a soundtrack. Did it even have music? Did it even was it even a film? Did it even happen? <laughs> well, I've seen it, so um, I've seen it. I haven't seen it, so it there might is, not even be a film. There is a score. It's done by someone called John Ekstrand. I don't know who that is. Hmm. Um, he did Life, which was that film that everyone thought could have, could have been a Venom film. Do you remember? Oh yeah, I remember that. Funny times. Who to dire- wait? Didn't wasn't life directed by the same person who directed Morbius as well? I think so. Uh, Daniel Espinosa, or is it someone else? Yeah, Daniel Espinosa. Uh, did he direct Morbius? Yes, he did. Cool. Anyway, uh, we could stick with Spider Man and talk about the game. Yeah, I've got Marvel's. one more. I didn't realise I've got another. I've got one more Marvel one for later, but it's got nothing to do with Spider Man. So I mentioned. Is it? it is it? Is it something that I? I don't know. I can't think of anything else Marvel. It's um, a. Um, it's an X Men track. Is it just the opening song from? No, it's not actually. It's oh, um. Is it, is it's it the from... other one that you've added in that's already in the playlist? Oh wait, let me check because I won't mention is it. Is it? Well, no, because I don't know if you mentioned it. Hope is it that one? Oh yeah, it's that one. No, I must have mentioned. Yeah, you it didn't. Already, you then. never mentioned that. Oh, did I not? Oh, fair. Um, no, because I, I said the X-Men theme was good back in the day, and then we moved on. <laughs> oh, yeah, so that's... Yeah, so Hope, Xavier's theme is um, John Ottoman, Jeffrey Schneider? Schneider? Did you say... Sorry, just, did you say Ottoman, or did you say Ottoman? I think I said Ottoman, like, like the chair. <laughs> um, but it's from, it's from X-Men's Days of Future Past, and it's just a simple piano for the for the first bit. And it's just, it's just a lovely... Look at this... Lovely thing. Look at this scrub thinking piano is simple. Um, 
but yeah, Spider Man. Like see you play one. <laughs> the spider the Spider Man game. I I was actually I was saying I want to touch about. It. It's funny because John Ottman, uh, he was the editor for the first X Men film, or for yeah. all of all of like the early ones, I think, which is funny because I didn't even know when I looked. It up, I was like, oh, he's the editor and he composed the music. Is he even a comp- apparently he is a composer. Mm. It's like when Ben Ben Burt edited the um, Star Wars prequels, and it, he was like, I'd never edited before. <laughs> Oh shit! Yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah, that's not really. It's not important. Um. He likes working with Brian Singer though, which is iffy, I guess. Yeah, that's quite worrying. Yeah, it is worrying. Um. So yeah, Spider-Man games. Um. I've got a couple of tracks that I quite liked in this. Um. Well, I've got one that's it's not from a Spider-Man game, but it's in a Spider-Man game, and it's that Italian music from Spider-Man Two. <laughs> missions were so stressful it was it was like the very first time you do it you're a bit like oh, okay whatever but the fact it kind of carries on in the game and it just gets more and more stressful as you play it delivering pizzas and that you can't ruin them you <laughs> you got to do it in time it's oh, god that was so stressful <sighs> that pizza place is real as well in um yeah i saw in, a picture in, on it's on bleaker street as well it's on the same street as um the sanctum sanctorum i love that though um like in real life, it's on Bleecker Street. So. Yeah. But what was I going to say about that? Yeah, it's funny because now I'm remembering that pizza place in the games used to be by the ocean. Like it used to be by the, yeah. the ocean, but it used to be by the the co. The, what would you call it? The docks. Yeah, it used to ha- it used to be like this kind of big kind of detached building. building yeah. But in the film, it's nothing like that at all. Yeah, which I thought was random about the game, but yeah. Yeah. I have that game. It's yours, but I have it. <laughs> yeah. Well. You know the Spider-Man PS4, PS5 game. I think there's a like I like there's a few I like the main theme in that. I like <clears throat> there's a track called like Behind the Mask and the Final Lesson. I think there's there's some nice motifs in that game that kind of always that reoccur throughout the game that I really enjoy. I think that that the whole soundtrack. I think sometimes when I'm flying around the city, flying around the city, swinging around the city, when I used to play that game, I haven't played it obviously since I platinumed it, but um, the first one anyway. Sometimes I used to feel like there were hints of the sounds in there that did remind me of the film soundtracks. Yeah, a little, a little bit. bit. Yeah. Um, which was always fun. Um. But it was a nice little ambient soundtrack for when you're playing the game, obviously. Yeah. I haven't really listened to it 
to it. I think I did listen to the entire thing like a couple of years back now, but I honestly don't remember tracks off the top of my head, so I'm going to quickly scroll. We're scrolling, 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 scrolling. Um, yeah, scrolling. the final lesson. I think I might have just bought uh, yeah. the neg- negative got view. Des- destroying your own creation. And yeah, behind the mask is probably the best one. Yeah. Worlds colliding. I don't know if I've listened to that track. And then just Spider Man. I think while playing it, I think the Mars Morales soundtrack is fun, but I haven't listened to it. Yeah, I don't remember the Mars Morales <laughs> one as much as I remember the. It had a lot Spider-Man more like it, one. it had some. I think they're called 808s, like the kind of like um, electronic drums. Like yeah, it had a lot, a lot of that stuff. To obviously because that's like that kind of background. Yeah, like African American music uses a lot of that. I re- I don't know the name of the track, but I know there's a track towards. Um, the end. If I find it, I'll put it in the playlist. I'll have to listen to. The, I'll have to listen to the score again. But there's a track towards the end of the Miles Morales game where Finn like kind of picks him up and launches herself in the air as she like sacrifices herself. I remember that track being quite kind of made my hair stand on end kind of thing. But um, spoilers. That's literally the end of the game. <laughs> it's been out for a couple of years. If you haven't played it by now, then you know I'm not going to spoil a warning for you. That's a game that I could have 100 percented if I wanted to, but I couldn't be bothered. Yeah, that's fair. I feel like I didn't have as much fun playing that one as I did the first one, but not for any like specific reasons. I think it was just I don't know. I didn't. I didn't think there was a much in terms of like the costumes and that that I was like, eh. yeah. And I, there was like a couple of like oh you, you I think yeah you, you collected a lot of like old things again like around the city. Mm. Um, and I, when I did that, you didn't. I don't think you get anything for doing it. Which yeah. I found really annoying. Like when I cl- when you collect all the backpacks in the first Spider-Man game, you get the um, homemade suit. Yeah. But when I did it in Miles Morales, I was like, I didn't get anything for it. I'm like, that just feels a bit unnecessary then. Like. Yeah, like don't get me wrong. The game's great. I really enjoyed the game. No, it is. But it also it also felt a bit more of a like in between Spider-Man one and two game. I guess because it obviously. I, I don't know. But you could look at it more as. It's it's his origin story, really. Like, yeah, we've seen you see him get bitten, but we don't. Use, it's, it's it's Miles's or We've got like because it's like, so it's like two stories that are setting up. You know, when it comes together in the next one, obviously. Yeah. So yes, it is a smaller game. That's just by like by, by fact, but um, it's still the same. You know, city. It's still the, and it adds some different things. I think it's got, while it's got when this isn't a video game review, so, but uh, you know, like. 
But like we're trying to justify why we didn't like it as much as the first one. I feel like it's because it's more of the same of the first one. Yeah, I just don't think it brought, apart from the story, I just don't think it brought a lot of new elements to it. Apart from Miles' uh, abilities. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which are great. Like they're a Oh, lot loved, it, loved it. Yeah, loved his abilities. Um, but yeah, I think, I think, especially when it comes to the soundtrack, I think the, the Spider-Man soundtrack was stronger than the Miles Morales one. Only, in my opinion, because I remember it more. And it's it's yeah. stuck with me more. Um, um, the soundtrack's on. The soundtrack on. is John Persano, who also did the Daredevil soundtrack for um, the, the series. Oh, of course he did. I don't know. I don't know if we brief, I don't know if we mentioned it last time, but like that that Daredevil the theme is great. Oh, I, I love know, that theme. I, I don't love know that much, theme. I don't know much about the rest of the soundtrack. No, I I'd only say that I really know the theme to be honest. I, I think I did listen to it once and thought none of this really stands out to me, but like that main theme is great. Yeah, I hope they bring that back. <laughs> I do, I do. I don't think they will, but I hope there's a part of me that hopes they do. Yeah. Um, sticking so... with um, sticking with gaming for a second or for a okay. bit. Okay. Okay. All right. If, I see. How, I see how this is. If that's if that's okay. Yeah. No. I do want to mention, um, in particular, the soundtracks for The Last of Us, parts one and part two. Um, I'm not, I can only, I know it's by Gustavo, I can't pronounce his second name, so I'm not going to attempt it, because I don't want to butcher it. Um, but... Say it phon- phonetically, Gustavo Santo, Santo Alala? Santo Alala? Yeah. Santo Alala? Something, it's something like that. But um, in particular, there's a, there's a few amazing tracks and it's a lot of um guitar throughout those games but it kind of it kind of i think it helps set up the games perfectly but the main themes for both games so the tracks are simply just called the last of us and the last of us part two really kind of was it lazy (laughs) yeah it really it really kind of encompasses the journey you're about to go on with these characters so well done and whenever I play the game you know whether it was the very first time I played it or like I'm replaying it now or whatever whenever I hear those tracks and I hear that kind of that guitar solo slowly kind of come in it always puts me straight into that world and it always kind of transports me very effectively because it's not it's not like overdone it's not too in your face I don't know you wouldn't want it to be for that world either 
exactly like because it's quite slow and it's quite melancholy and it's quite um just kind of lurks in the background at first it sticks with you more it has more of an effect um Mm -hmm. but yeah and then they also released a song called through the valley for the second one that um ellie sings throughout the game it's covered by a guy called sean james that's really good as well but um Hmm. yeah while i remember i just really wanted to mention in particular those tracks because that's that's fair um i guess we can stick with naughty dog and say that the crash bandicoot soundtracks are really good the ones that are available to listen to are the from the redos whatever they're called um the the remade version from recently which is um not naughty dog so (laughs) but yeah same same thing same ballpark crash bandicoot theme is iconic (laughs) um you've got nate going straight into the playlist you've got nate's theme as well from uncharted oh yeah no i i think uncharted 4 is my favorite one it's uh henry jackman did uncharted 4 Oh yes, it's I, I it's the my favorite game and soundtrack in that series for sure. It's tracks for that from me. Uh, Cut to the chase is a great track. Brothers Keeper is my another one of my those are my two favourites.
I think, actually, because um, I've only listened to bits and pieces of the full soundtracks, really. The second tra- uh, sound, the second game. Yes. The, si- the, si- the track, the city secret. I think that's the se- the track that plays when they first find Shambhala. Yes, yes, yes. That's yes. really good, and it incorporates uh, Nate's theme as well. I think a lot of those games have really strong, strong yeah. soundtracks. But I do, I do agree with you. I do think the fourth one has. It's because they went really like big with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. obviously, Greg um, Edmondson obviously introduced all the themes. Yeah, the and he themes, did a great, straight, and he did a great job as well. Nate's uh, Nate's main theme, which is one probably the only theme that carries over, I believe. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Henry Jackman came in and did did a really good job with um uh, adding to the cinematic feeling of that yeah. fourth game. Yeah, I'd agree with you. Um I haven't really listened to the Lost Legacy soundtrack, but that one is also Henry Jackman. It's not as it's not as memorable because it was made at the same time. I feel um got anything else gaming? No, that was the that was it for my gaming stuff. Um it was mainly the last of us that I, I really wanted to mention. That's it for gaming for you? Well, The Last of Us and Spider-Man, but there's nothing really that... Well, well, that, well, well, no, well, actually, no, actually, I can't, <laughs> I can't think of the, I can't think of any tracks in particular, but I quite liked some of the music for um, Jedi Fallen Order as well. I thought that had I quite don't a know. nice soundtrack, but I couldn't, I couldn't I... tell you any. The, uh, the soundtrack is on um, Spotify now. Oh, it really? It wasn't for ages. Yeah, the whole soundtrack is on there. Um, the only I don't think is I don't remember any of the original composed music from that. I only remember the actual Star Wars themes that were used, and I'm not going. You know, we those are already Star Wars themes anyway. Um, I'd have to listen to the soundtrack again. Yeah, I haven't listened to the soundtrack properly. That's why I, again, that's why I can't really mention any tracks in particular. I just remember like the men. Like I know it sounds really silly, but like the menu soundtrack I really like and. There's certain parts of the game that had really kind of a nice soundtrack to it, but um, I used to, yeah, I used to really like the theme, the main theme from um, the Force Unleashed game. Oh yeah. remember how it goes it's kind of got like a i think it was it's similar to something else but i can't remember what it is now that it's similar to but um i mean i have some some video games soundtracks obviously yeah go for it um i mean there's some i was about to say there's some solid tracks in the sonic the hedgehog soundtracks but really it's only the first zone <laughs> nice the original one green hill zone it's iconic 
It just is. <laughs> yeah, no, even I know what that is. Um, I really like uh, Mick Gordon's soundtrack for uh, Doom. first one because the second one isn't on spotify and i haven't actually listened to all of it um because it's it's heavy as shit yeah and everybody knows that heavy as shit is just always good you know oh yeah for sure <laughs> especially for doom it just fits i've added a couple of tracks in it. the track bfg division um is probably the best track in the entire game because you played that game Harry we played it together yeah we played it together yeah and me and Kyle started playing the second one and never finished it because there's so much more in it what should we also have you got any more gaming soundtracks yeah loads go on then alright the Bloodborne soundtrack's good I've never got I I can never I can never get into Bloodborne I always tried and I always always kind of shit it it's because it's too it's because yeah that's why it's because you shit it but the soundtrack's great (laughs) yeah it is it is good Really dark and uh, operatic and stuff, kind of. I only have one track saved, and that's called Moonlit Melody. That's going in there. That's a good track. But they're they're basically, I mean, the boss themes are always huge, and they feel it. Like, um, I think the Dark Souls 3 soundtrack is my favourite one, though. Did you ever play through Bloodborne? No. (laughs) Fair. It's too hard. I didn't know if you tried playing it or not. I've played, yeah, no, I've tried playing it a few different times. I've got to a point, but I think I've got to did i get myself to the first boss i may have got myself to the first boss but like yeah no there's no way i was doing that yeah um there's some good tracks in the third game in dark souls 3 um the dark souls the track dark souls 3 uh the track firelink shrine Nameless King is always an iconic one because it's a big, big, big guy and a dragon is the boss, so. Nice.
and then the track Soul of Cinder is really good. Um, I've already said Doom. I mean, this, the main theme from Skyrim is pretty good. Obviously, you know, okay. everyone knows that. Yeah. Everyone knows the main Skyrim theme, Dragonborn. The Halo theme is always quite good, actually, to listen to. There's a version of the Halo. I think it's Halo 2. I think Steve, the guitarist Steve Vai um, came and composed on it as well. Like, did some guitar stuff for it. Nice. It's pretty cool, because he's a very good guitarist. Um, the full, main Fallout theme is pretty good. I, I remember um, I remember when we did uh, or we started doing a, a playthrough of that me, you and Harvey and we created the I can't remember what we called the character now but we Private made, like, Pussy Founder god i didn't realize that was the name um mm-hmm. and it was like the most he was the most ugliest character we could have made yeah you just did we just did the whole uh if there's a slider it goes one way or the other like yeah. we just yeah we just made everything disproportionate yeah the name was is unfortunate but that's what he was called yeah um oh university yeah Oh, that brings me to that soundtrack, but I might save that one for last in terms of video games. Let's go... Uh, Ghost of Tsushima has a really good soundtrack. You see, I've never listened to it. I remember I remember liking you the not, soundtrack, you, but I was I never... say, you played the game. So you yeah, I finished it. the game, yeah. But as so in, you must have heard it. <laughs> as in, I've never... Um, Nothing stand out? No, I never separately sat down and listened to it. Um, the, which the is track, a fault uh, of my own part. I think... Either the, well, the track, The Way of the Ghost, is great. Jin Sakai is probably they're probably the two strongest tracks for me. Okay. Um they've gone into the playlist. Uh I have the soundtrack here, but I don't I've never actually listened to it, and that's the God of War soundtrack. Okay. Um, yeah. There's one theme from all of the Kingdom Hearts games that I really like, and it's it's called Dearly Beloved, and it's a uh, if uh, you talk to anybody who's played the Kingdom Hearts games, they'll know that track.
see, I was going to mention one. I thought it was Kingdom Hearts, but I actually think it was Final Fantasy because I remember it always being your. I remember. Oh, I mean, I'm coming. I'm coming back to that. Don't I assume. No, I assume you were because I'm thinking of the, the um, the track that you had as the PS menu. It, it, it came up as you could change the theme for the PS menu, and it had that track on a loop. And you were always like, this is one of my favourite tracks of all time. But I can't remember if it was Final Fantasy or Kingdom Hearts. It definitely would have been Final Fantasy. Yeah. Like, it wouldn't have been Kingdom Hearts. I've never had a Kingdom Hearts theme, so, yeah. Okay, fair. Um, even though it's a game I've not played, the Undertale soundtrack has some really solid tracks. And I'm not just talking about Megalovania, which everybody oh. knows Megalovania. Fair play. I'm sure you've heard Megalovania and something. I was going to say, I'm sure if you played it to me, I'd absolutely... It's the one that goes... That one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's really quite. It's a really good battle theme. I like that. Um, yeah, everybody did. <laughs> so it's kind of overplayed at this point. Oh, fair. But it's going in there because Megalovania. <laughs> oh, of course. Um, I like the track Bone Trussle from that, but I only like that because um, someone I follow on YouTube did an acapella cover of it and it was really good. <laughs> episode the next part will be released very soon in the meantime you can follow us at two smoky microphones on twitter instagram and facebook and you can follow both me and harry on twitter at connor jordan underscore 96 and at harry young edits thank you for listening and don't forget to enjoy your scones